Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Good morning, I'm Carl Fitzpatrick and welcome to Business Matters. Well, family businesses are the very fabric of the Irish economy, but how does the dynamic of a family business differ from a non-family operated entity? My first guest, Paul Kyo, is the author of The Family Business Book, and he's using his extensive knowledge and experience of family businesses to help them to enhance communication and trust between family members. Paul joins us now to tell us about the different dynamics within a family business and the keys to their overall success. Paul, I'd like to start the interview by getting an insight into your own background. My background is very varied. So I started working for my father. He was a publican, worked for Guinness in the marketing department and went to America with Guinness, came back, then handled the launch of Budweiser in Ireland for Guinness and then jumped ship for some unknown reason when I was young and joined Polygram, the record company, uh, as MD for Ireland. Um, I don't think anybody had ever left Guinness in the history of the the company. And I did that for 10 years. And uh, Polygram got bought out by Universal Records. And so that was, in that amalgamation, I ended up unemployed. So I changed tack again and became worldwide marketing director for JCB The Diggers based in Staffordshire in England and I looked after all the marketing of construction equipment and agricultural equipment for a number of years based in England and in America, uh, Savannah, Georgia. And uh, then I I came back to work for uh, family business, Sean Mulrine's Ballymore Properties, Ballymore Homes. Um, And I did that, um, worked for Sean, still work for Sean, um, but now I help other family businesses as well as the Mulrine family, in just in terms of advice structure on that. You are now advising clients about family businesses, but how does the dynamic of a family business differ from that of a non-family operated enterprise? Well, I, I think they, they shouldn't differ um, if a family business is run uh, correctly along business lines. Uh, so uh, as the family businesses grow in size, like if you take the likes of Flahavans or any of the big family businesses, they are run now very much like uh, any other business, Musgraves, any of these big family businesses. But it's when they're growing uh, sometimes, uh, they, 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 they might have different dynamics because there's probably a disproportionate of mem- number of family members at the start so somebody starts it maybe gets their brother or their children involved in it and um, for a non-family member uh, sometimes it can be difficult to work in a family business I often advise people before they join a family business just to stop and think what is the difference and the difference uh, very often is that business decisions are made over the dining room table or Sunday lunch or and if you're not a family member, you're generally not present when key decisions are made. And so when you come in on a Monday, things might have changed dramatically from Friday when you went home. And you've just got to get used to that if you're not one of the family. And talk to us about the differing dynamics between a father and child within a family business as opposed to a mother and child. This is one, I suppose, where it's more... Um, a psychological question when you look at um, group dynamics and family dynamics. But um, I suppose the overall 
um, difference might be in the if the mother is running the business, there tends to be uh, an, an empathy as as uh, uh, as with the family members. So, for example, a, a simple example would be um, a female entrepreneur um, is thinking about succession planning quite early in the in the journey of the business because she's thinking of the next generation or whatever. Male entrepreneurs. Um, to some extent probably think they're invincible, but they don't really address uh, that change of leadership or change of power as early as um, uh, female entrepreneurs would be. That's just one example, but it's, it's a key example in the, in the life cycle of a family business. And on the topic of succession planning, in your opinion, do family businesses put enough of effort into it at an early enough stage? This is a universal problem. It's not um, just uh, unique to Ireland. If, if the planning uh, if, um, for the next generation as the, and as the company grows is very poor. Like the statistics internationally, and Ireland would mirror this, that 75% of family businesses do not have a, a succession plan at all. Um, and one of the problems uh, with succession planning is the difficulty founders or owners of family businesses have in just talking about um, the handing over and succession. This is, now, it's, it's changing as the new generation come through businesses. But heretofore, a lot of people felt it's morbid or, you know, they're, they're, they're planning their own destiny or death earlier than they should. And so they don't want to talk about it. It's either brought upon by ill health or death in some cases. Um, and then there's a, you know, a scurry around to put a plan together. In, in answer to the other part of your question, it, it, it's never too early to start the, uh, the conversation, not in great depth, but just to start um, uh, talking about it openly. And it's back to what I said earlier, communications is key and, but it's particularly relevant in a, in a family and a family business. As you say, it can be an uncomfortable topic for families to discuss around the dining room table. So how can they desensitise themselves to it? I think the key to it is uh, people like me that, that um, help family businesses. What, what our role often is, is to facilitate the conversation because a, a good example would be if... Um, if a child, and I'm talking about somebody maybe in their 40s, are raising it with their parents about taking over the family business, it can often um, degenerate into, why are you trying to get rid of me? Um, and so the, the conversations can go off the rails very quickly. So you, you've got to really set down um, the parameters of the conversation. And, and often in family businesses, um, some children really want to be in the family business and some don't and where i find some of the problems are is say for example a child who's not the most talented or not the most suitable is the one most anxious to take over the family business but the talented one or the most suitable really doesn't want to they can be difficult conversations
And of course, conflict between family members involved in a business can be particularly fraught. And this is a subject which you discuss within the book. So how can day-to-day conflict be minimised? And when it does arise, how should it be managed to ensure that family and business relationships are not damaged for the long term? It comes back to uh, trust and honesty. Um, And um, some families, irrespective of whether they're in business together, are very good at talking about um, issues that happen as a family. Leave aside that they might be in business. Other families are dreadful. Um, And heretofore, I suppose, uh, if you look at the older generation and generations gone by, um, predominantly male, the founder or owner of the business um, didn't want to talk about anything related to the business, kept their cards quite close to their chest, didn't really even trust their own family. Um, that, that here is going. And the other thing that I find is you can't rush these conversations. If you, um, you know, I, I was with a family recently and they, the owner said, we lock ourselves in the room until we get this all sorted. But well, it doesn't really work like that. You know, it, it, it just adds to tension. Then you've, you've got to um, understand everybody's um, viewpoint. And as we all know, we're all part of families. We didn't pick our family members. We, we were born into a family. So you've got to learn um, how to get on with each other. And it can be difficult. And, and then add business to that. And that's where it is very complex uh, to navigate your way through these type of issues. Family business have been integral to the Irish economy. But do you have any concerns about the existence of family businesses in the future? Family businesses have been in traditional industries like construction, hospitality, um, any of those um, businesses. You know, you look at any village, any corner of Ireland, the the backbone of the economy is a family business, whether it's the pub or the bakery or whatever. Uh, Business in general is changing. Like uh, the entrepreneurs, the startups now that are in technology or developing apps or any of these things, they're generally not family businesses. They're two friends in college that um, think of an idea to uh, create an app. And um, the, the, the Collisons maybe be the exception in Stripe. But many of them are just friends. And that maybe is, um, you know, going to be technology is going to be a bigger part, um, even in, in healthcare and all of these other industries. Uh, so it, it mightn't, the, the industries that families generally run today can be antisocial as well. If you look at uh, the hospitality, the hours you have to put in, you know, the um, antisocial hours, weekends and all that. So I do worry about uh, that. And I also worry about government policy that um, I think we spend a lot of time talking about foreign direct investment and the number of jobs uh, created. But for, say, for sake in the IDA, they probably created in their lifetime a uh, quarter of a million jobs. Well, there's nearly a, a million and a half, a million and a quarter employed in Ireland in family businesses. And the difference is they're, they're here to stay. Family based in Wexford is going to stay in Wexford. Uh, they have roots there. They marry in the area and whatever else. Uh, if farm direct investment companies, as you can see in technology at the moment, the minute there's a, a downturn, they pack bags and off they go. So if I was um, there in the, in, the, in the department, 
I would say, what are we doing uh, for family business, particularly in the area like inheritance tax um, and all the areas that would encourage businesses to family businesses to hand over the business without getting fleeced from a, a tax point of view? It's a fair point you're making. Now, finally, from your experience, Paul, what are the key ingredients for running a successful family business and what family businesses do you admire in this regard? Well, I think the same elements of any business have to be there. So you have to have a good product or service. You have to be good at what you do in terms of customer service, marketing, pricing and all that. But say we take all that as given. I think what um, distinguishes family businesses is the, this, the, the true sense of family that they bring to the business. So even if you're not blood-related, there's, a, there's a, a feeling of community and pride in working and even buying from uh, the, that family business. My overall best example and my own experience was uh, Guinness's in its day uh, before Diageo when it was a family business. Um, if you look at uh, what they did as a, as a business, uh, leaving aside the, the success of the stout, but they they donated so much to uh, the the Irish economy. Uh, Stephen's Green being an example that was owned by Guinness. Um, the, there was free medical when I was there, not just for yourself as an employee, but for your whole family. There was free dental. You generally got paid 10% at least above the going rate for um, a similar job in a, in, a, in a non-family business. And you were encouraged to uh, educate yourself. So m- many people went uh, through trades, uh, university and that. So Guinness's to me would be probably ahead of its time in terms of um, the, 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 the way they treated everybody as part of that bigger Guinness family. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Paul Kyo, the author of the Family Business Book, and I'd like to thank Paul for sharing his insights with us this morning. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.